Hello, you're listening to the You're Not Alone podcast. My name's Lauren, aka Shreddy Made Me Do It on Instagram, and I'm in charge of possibly the weirdest, grossest, most open podcast out there at the moment. Actually, maybe not. There's probably grosser. But anyway, I'm here to talk about anything and everything. From vaginas, sex and body hair to fitness, Instagram and Facetune. I'm all about talking about the weird, gross, deep and hilarious parts of being a woman. And I'd love for you all to join me and start the conversation. I want to create a space where we can all chat about the things that don't get talked about and hopefully realise that we're not alone. Hello and welcome to the second episode of You're Not Alone. I cannot believe I'm here making a second episode of a bloody podcast I've made. I'm not going to say this every week, but I'm still going to be in disbelief every week that I do this. Thank you so much to everyone who took the time to listen to this podcast. At the time I'm recording this, the first episode got 85 separate listens. That's 85 different people who took the time to listen to what I had to say about bloody progress pictures. That just blows my mind. Thank you so much to everyone who shared it, who submitted a story, and especially to people who DM'd me purely to start a conversation about what I spoke about. There were so many people who I'd never spoken to about anything, and they took the time to message me to start a conversation. Now, for me personally, that's really scary to just message someone I've never spoken to to just start a conversation so I really do appreciate those of you who've just started a conversation with me I really appreciate it okay I've been really struggling to record this podcast I didn't want to do it on the Black Lives Matter movement just yet because I think that I need to really take some time to gather my thoughts, research, you know, form my opinions and also talk to people of colour who is actually affecting and, you know, get them involved. The whole point of this is to amplify people of colour's voices and I want to do that justice. You know, I don't want to put out a BLM podcast fully created, produced and published by a fucking white woman, you know, that really defeats the point. And I don't think it's helpful to anybody if I'm just putting my own voice out there again when I could be getting people of colour involved and using my platform properly. So that podcast will be coming. I'm not going to put a time frame on it. I did say next Friday, but I don't know how long it's going to take. And... If I feel like I've got a full, cohesive, proper podcast that I think will be beneficial, then by next Friday, then it will come out then. But if it's delayed, don't think that it's not coming. It definitely, definitely will be. Just not sure when I'm going to get it out there. I did actually have notes for this podcast, but I, I, for some reason, I was just reading off my notes And it came across so robotic and my notes don't tend to be cohesive. They just tend to be what I'm thinking at the time. And then 
So last week I wasn't reading off them. I just sort of glanced up. Okay, there's my prompt. And I just talked and it came out the way I wanted it to. But this one just didn't quite flow right. So I'm going to try just talking. <laughs> just whatever my brain wants to say and we'll talk about it. Sound good? Oh, terrified. Actually, what I wanted to talk about and have been struggling to talk about is our social media platforms and how we use them and why we use them and things like that. And I think my mind is so involved right now with Black Lives Matter, which is amazing. I've been finding it quite hard to talk about other things like that, like that are serious, without getting too much into it. You know, it's not that I don't want to get into it. I definitely do. And I have been in other ways. It's just with a podcast like this, I really, really want to get properly, as properly educated as I can be before I really get into it. Because, you know, I want to do the best job I can. And this podcast is going to be here, well, more or less forever. And... Yeah, I want to. I I just want to make sure I do a good job. So, yeah, it's been quite hard to sort of stay on track with a certain topic without avoiding talking about it, basically. So it's been a bit of a struggle, but I'm here trying again to record it. Anyway, so I really wanted to talk about this because using your platform and using your social media voice has become so relevant lately. I mean, we're in a lockdown, we're in quarantine, this, that and the other. It's more important now more than ever to consider your voice on social media and the platform that you have. You know, it's not just influencers who have thousands of followers who have a platform now. It's everyone. If you've got a social media account, you automatically have a platform that you can use to share information, opinions, um, messages, all sorts. You can share literally everything on your social media except, you know, nudity. (laughs) But, you know, you can use it for everything. Social media is such an amazing thing to be able to share and connect and talk to everybody I mean, I've had conversations with people I would have never, ever have met if it wasn't for social media. I've spoken to people all over the world. My bloody thumbnail picture for this podcast was done by Shreddy Illustrated, who's Australian. We're on completely different time zones and we were able to communicate and work on a project together. Like, it's so amazing. But we have to be mindful of what we use it for. So the first thing I want to address is that stupid chain mail Black Lives Matter bullshit. What was that? So if you don't know, you probably will, but there was this thing going round. It was like a chain mail where you'd have a black screen and then you'd hashtag Black Lives Matter, put a couple of pretty gifts or whatever you wanted to put, and then you tag 10 people with the caption, 
tag 10 people who won't break this chain. And that was it. What the flying fuck was that about? (laughs) I got tagged in so many of them. And eventually I just had to put on my stories like, stop tagging me in it. Just stop. Like, how far up your own ass do you have to be to think that that's going to do shit all? (laughs) I mean, I got pretty pissed off because this was back a few days before things started really happening. And people genuinely thought that that made a difference. And also the caption, 10 people who won't break... tag 10 people who won't break this chain was just a guilt trip and to me it sort of said oh if you're tagged and you don't repost then you're automatically racist and you know you're not about the black lives matter movement which is utter shite (laughs) and I spoke to a few people after I posted that story and they said the only reason I posted it it's because I felt guilty if I didn't and I felt like I wasn't supportive and that I was racist if I didn't post it. Which is insane. Yeah, that wasn't really very pleasing to me. <laughs> but the same thing goes for the Blackout Tuesday Square. I mean, I ranted about this on my story already, so sorry if you'd already seen it. Basically, there were so many people who posted the Black Square and then did nothing else which is such a shame. I did seem angry at the time, but actually, I may have been one of those people if I hadn't read more people's posts, because when Blackout Tuesday first became a thing that was going to happen, I assumed, well, it was portrayed in a way that made me think that it was something where white people would just shut the fuck up and let black people, or people of cut sorry, people of colour speak. But actually, that's the complete opposite of what it was actually about. You know, if all of us white people were to just post a black square and nothing else, people of colour would be left to defend their own corner yet again. I mean, they've been screaming and shouting for centuries now. And here we've got the perfect time for us white people to use our privilege to amplify their voices. And all we do is post a black fucking square. (laughs) Yeah, I quickly realised that we needed to recognise our privilege and recognise that, okay, actually, we need to not shut the fuck up completely, but just shut up about our avocado toast for one day and talk about Black Lives Matter. That's all it was. Just shut up on your normal stuff and talk about the fact that Black Lives Matter and how much they matter. You know, there are so many amazing people of colour, all sorts of races who do some amazing things and create some amazing content. And Tuesday and any other day is the time to really share that and highlight it. And I don't think as many people got the message as they should have done because there were so many people who just posted that black square and did nothing else and there was also people who most saw my personal Instagram who never post on Instagram they don't post stories they don't post anything really they're not that active on Instagram and they specifically went on Instagram 
to post that black bloody square. What are you silencing exactly? You don't post anything. And especially if they're not posting information or resources then. They're just... They're doing the complete opposite. I got quite a few notifications like, oh, blah, 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 is posted for the first time in a while. And it was a black square. Like, what are you silencing? (laughs) I don't understand. I'm going to get into a massive rant and I've already ranted about that on my story. So I'm going to leave it there. But basically that leads me into using our social media platform and thinking about why we're actually posting it. Because if those people who were never active on Instagram anyway actually thought about why they're posting this black square, they probably wouldn't have posted it, you know? I mean, there was misinformation about what it was about, but basically it was so white people can shut the fuck up about their privileged lives and focus on something different. And I think that there are people out there who used it as a bit of a pat on the back and a bit of a, look, I'm not racist kind of statement. Say if there was someone who wasn't really active on social media and just didn't post anything. You know, they're not actively supporting anything and they're not claiming or stating that they've addressed it in any way, then they're automatically a racist, you know? It was the same with the chainmail thing. It's sort of, if you don't post anything, then you're racist. And there was this pressure to just do the absolute bare minimum to prove that you're not a racist. But that's, that's just not good enough anymore. And I'm so glad that it's not good enough anymore. I feel like I've always done the bare minimum with stuff like that because, I don't know, maybe it made me uncomfortable or I didn't feel like it was my place or I didn't know anything about it or I don't even know what it was. But I think this movement has really hit me in particular because it made me realise that as long as I've got friends or followers or whatever, I have a platform that I can use to spread messages about things I'm passionate about, not just Black Lives Matter movement, but literally, you know, anything I'm passionate about, I can use the platform. Even if I had five friends on Facebook, that's five people who will potentially see a message and actually think about what I've posted. So to me, it just seems completely worth it to say something instead of nothing. I do want to address, though, that if you are campaigning off of social media, if you're signing your petitions and you're donating and things like that, that's absolutely fine. But if you're then on your social media posting your bowl of morning granola, you know, is that a productive use of your time right now? It's just as easy to post something of value than it is to post your bowl of morning granola that day. I'm not saying you have to post something meaningful and poignant and for a good cause every single time you post, but it's just with everything going on right now, you know, think about what you're posting and why.
With that being said, though, I have thought about my content and what I want to post. And I've posted some stuff for the Black Lives Matter movement recently. There were points where I'm like, oh, I would really like to post what I'm doing with my day as well. But I felt bad because, you know, we're also concentrated on it for good reason. But I still really want to post what I'm doing with my day as well. Obviously, there is plenty of time to do that. And I should be concentrating on that. But I would like to strike a balance of posting what's happening in my everyday life. Like I usually do, like my breakfast or my workout or whatever it is. And also posting about things that I'm passionate about and things that matter to me and things that I want to share. Inevitably, the Black Lives Matter movement is going to die down a little bit, as things do, you know. Everyone gets hyped up, posts everything, and then it sort of, it hits a bit of a lull. And when that happens, I'd like to be in sort of a habit of posting things more often, so that it's a bit more sustainable that I'm already in the habit of posting, you know, like once a day or whatever it may be or whenever it comes up, that I don't just stay quiet because it's not what everybody's talking about right now. Does that make sense? Like, I just feel like it would be really healthy and a really good use of our platform and a really good way to keep the momentum going and bringing attention to different issues, if we were just able to integrate it into our regular everyday content, make it a part of our regular everyday content so that you don't lose steam, you don't lose passion, and it's not all you're talking about. I feel like mixing the really important heavy topics with your morning granola, I don't know, I feel like it may make people listen more. Because I really, really enjoy seeing people's everyday content. I bloody love a morning routine. The Sam Plan on Instagram, she posts the same morning routine. She has her protein powder coffee, she puts a picture of her dog saying good morning, she goes for walks, she has her green and red drink. You know, she posts the same thing every day and I really, really enjoy it. So if I'm watching her story in the morning and she adds in a resource regarding, say, say a trans person being beaten up in the street or something like that, like a really, a really horrible issue that needs addressing. If she sort of put that within her story, I'd be enjoying her everyday content and think, oh, Oh God, okay. And then I I feel like I'd be more likely to click on it and to read it and things. It's like, you know, there's always issues going on in the world, but you're not sat watching the news every minute of every day. You know, you're going about your everyday life and you sit down, you watch the news, you pay attention to what's important, you think about it and you carry on with your everyday life. It's not like you go about your everyday life and you don't watch the news until you see something that's relevant. You know, you sort of hear and see and watch the news every day. And that's 
how I'd like it to be reflected on my Instagram as well. I'd like there to be sort of your everyday stuff, but also throw in stuff that I feel like needs attention, you know? So for me personally, I've had a bit of a think of how I'd like to do this. And I think the easiest way is to repost resources and things on stories. Like it doesn't take much. You just press a button, add story, put a little caption and you can put it up for people to see. And that's how I like to see information as well. I really like, you know, I just flick through people's stories. As I said before, you know, I could be watching someone's everyday story and then something about gay rights pops up and I'm like, oh, I'd like to read more about that, etc. And also I really like people posting on their main feed, like, artwork to do with it or something, you know? I don't know how to explain it. Does, does it make sense to anybody else? Just little sort of tidbits and little bits to read and little resources and things like that throughout the day. I think I'd like to do that. If it's something I'm passionate about, you know, just put it on my story. It doesn't take much effort and it doesn't harm anyone. If people want to ignore it, they can skip my story. But if there are people who decide they want to read it, that's amazing. And that's just more people who I've drawn attention to the issue. I think that's where I'll go with my stories to sort of add it in. I'm not sure about my feed. To be honest, I'm not sure about my feed anyway. I'm just, I'm having a bit of, bit of a mare with it at the moment. So I don't really know what I'm doing with that. In regards to the podcast, I would like to do a podcast every so often about a topic that I'm passionate about or maybe do a segment or something. I'm I'm not too sure what it'll be yet but if it's something that I found that I want to talk about then I'll talk about it basically. And also selfishly it'll force me to read up and research and find something to draw attention to. Like if I say every so often I'm gonna commit to making a podcast on something, then I'm going to have to do some research and learn more. And I think that would be really beneficial for me personally, because it's so easy to shy away from things that don't apply to you. It's so easy not to research things and to be completely ignorant of issues that don't present themselves to you. But I think it's so important for us to take control as human beings and not like find the issues. Well, yeah, actually, find the issues that are in the world and do more research on them and become more aware and, you know, try and do things to help. I really want to put things in place just to force me to do something, force me to give a shit, you know? I do want to give a shit, but I never know where to start. Okay, I'm going to say it now. Once a month, whether it's a segment or an entire podcast, I want to commit to learning, researching and presenting some sort of issue or something I'm passionate about to you and have a discussion about it. Ah, uh, I said it now. That makes me nervous, but it also makes me really excited because... I just want to become a more enriched, full human being who isn't an ignorant bastard, basically. 
as I just said, it's so easy to just talk about things that relate to you and things that are relevant to you and are happening to you. And it's it's very me, me, me sometimes. But it is so important to talk about things that are important to other people and to get other people's voices heard. I mean, my podcast is called You're Not Alone for Fuck's Sake. If I'm not talking about things that affect other people besides me, I feel like that's so stupid and such a waste and basically quite ignorant. You're Not Alone isn't about making me feel like I'm not alone. It's about making you feel like you're not alone. I want to take the conversation topics that you don't feel comfortable talking about and putting them out there for you not to feel alone. That's why I started this. And actually, even though I'm only one episode in, I'm looking at my notes right now and I can see a bunch of things that I would like to hear people talk about so I don't feel alone. You know, it feels really good to have people message me saying, oh, I'm going through the same thing. And that's great. But I really, really, moving forward, want to use this podcast to make not just me not feel alone, but make other people not feel alone, even though it's something that doesn't relate to me. Because to me, that just seems really selfish. So if there's anything, anything at all, it doesn't have to relate to me or anything like that, I want you to tell me. Because also... It's another thing that forces me to learn about different things that go on the w- go on in the world. Oh, see, all the examples have gone from my head. But you know what I'm saying. Even if it's something that I don't know anything about, it's about time that I get my thumb out of my arse and actually do some research on some things that don't apply to me. People probably don't have the guts to do a podcast and don't have the guts to talk about certain things to their friends and if I'm willing to talk about pubic hair and sex toys on a podcast then sod it I'll talk about whatever you want. (laughs) As I'm sitting here recording this I am thinking it is so daunting to talk about something that you don't know everything about. I think it's human nature. We don't want to be criticised, we don't want to be wrong So I think we tend to shy away from things we don't know everything about in fear of being reprimanded or being wrong and being laughed at or whatever the hell. But to me now, seeing all of these people of colour speaking out against racism, I just think we, we can take that and use it as inspiration for so many topics. I mean, think about it. In a society where people of colour were slaves, they were slaves and they had to speak up and tell the majority and the people who hated them for the colour of their skin that they were wrong. Think how much they were reprimanded for that. You know, Rosa Parks sitting at the front of the bus. She could have been beaten to death, but she did it because... She knew it was right and she knew it was something she had to do to get the conversation going and to get it out there. And I know it's not a comparable example when I'm talking about bloody progress pictures and pubic hair and whatever. But when it comes to using a platform, I think that if you're talking about different issues, get some of that guts, you know? It sounds cheesy as hell, but just... 
start a conversation. Do as much research as you can, but don't let a fear of not knowing enough stop you from talking about things that you're passionate about. When it comes to bodily functions or whatever it is, I'm only speaking from my experience and my experience is different from yours, that's different from your friends, blah blah blah, but it's just important to start a conversation, whatever it is. It's just really inspired me to think about what platforms are for and how powerful they can be. I think that we should all consider how important a voice is. Peaceful protests, you know, all sorts of things. So we've talked about all the hard-hitting, inspiring stuff. Now I kind of want to talk about just our everyday posting and things like that. Um, I've already said that I want to strike a balance between posting all the hard-hitting issues that we are passionate about and posting just our avocado toast. I do want to strike that balance, obviously. But also, just your everyday things, especially on a fitness account where, you know, there's things like body positivity, fitness positivity, talking about size, weight, doesn't matter, all those kinds of things. I think there's a pressure to post about those kind of things all the time as well. And I do want to do another podcast episode going into more detail. For me personally, all of those issues I want to find the balance for. Black Lives Matter and LGBTQ plus issues aren't really comparable to people not showing their pubic hair enough. It's just not a comparison. However, it is still something that I'd like to draw people's attention to. And it's still, things like that are still things that I want to talk about. There's always a bigger issue to talk about, but there's nothing stopping us from talking about the smaller issues as well. Today, I had a podcast planned and I was deliberating for so long whether I post about bloody sex toys or well, what I'm talking about now. And I'm glad the pressure led me to talk about this because it's important. But next week or the week after or whenever, I still want to talk about sex toys and the female orgasm and how we're shamed for masturbating and all of these sorts of little issues without feeling guilty for quote-unquote ignoring bigger issues. Does that make sense? Like, I have this fear that if I talk about issues that aren't relevant to what's going on at the moment, that I'm doing the wrong thing. I do think that things are worth talking about as long as we don't completely ignore the big issues that are going on in the world at the moment. I'd really like to touch on actually absorbing information and really engaging with what you're reading. I think it's so easy to just passively go through your social media. Like in the morning, 
we just scroll and scroll and scroll before we've even done anything else. Think about how much content you've absorbed, you know, throughout the entire day. How much do you actually remember? I'm not saying you should remember it all, but I think that all of us have become so passive that we don't even recognise what we're reading about. People post about different issues all the time, especially on a fitness page where there's plenty to talk about. But how many times have you just scrolled past, seen the picture and double tapped it because you like the picture? I'm guilty of it as well. And then we don't even notice that someone's written a caption underneath about their mental health or about them coming out as a gay person and how hard that is or whatever it is. There's so much that we miss and there's so many people trying to put out a message that a lot of us don't pay attention to properly. And I think that's quite sad. You know, a lot of people have these issues that they want us to listen to and we just don't because we're, we're lazy and we can't be asked. to be quite honest. And I can't remember the name of the person who said it, and that's really frustrating, but they put out an amazing IGTV. I'll repost it to my story once this podcast comes out. But they talked about basically being fake on Instagram and posting empty comments and just not paying attention to people's captions and what they're trying to say. I mean, I feel like she said it a lot better than I did, so please go and have a look at it. I'll maybe, like, save it in a highlight somewhere or something. But it's so true, isn't it? I don't know how many times I've posted something and people just put, oh, gorgeous, or beautiful, or well done, or whatever it is, and it's just... It just feels a bit shit, doesn't it? I think that us putting more thought into where our voices are going... So what I mean by that is that... Whenever you double tap something or comment on something or share something or whatever it is, that's your name being put out there as interacting with something. Like, that's your voice. If you like something, that's you saying that you like it. Or if you put a comment, that's your opinion of it. That's your voice on social media being put out there. Like... If I don't know how to explain this. If you're using your voice to put comments that have no meaning, I just think that's a really, really bad use of your voice. Like, you could use to say some amazing things and to be really supportive of someone, but you choose it to just put some generic comment and hopefully people will follow you because they've seen you commented on something. Like, you using your voice for your own personal gain on someone else's meaningful post, I think is shitty. And I'm not accusing people, because I've done it as well. I've gone on posts and just put something quite generic with a little bit of personal twist just to put myself out there more so that people would be more likely to follow me. And I'm quite ashamed of it, to be honest, because some people pour their heart into their 
captions and I'm just here trying to gain off of it. And it's so shit, basically. You know, I think that you don't have to read and pay attention to every single post that comes on your feed. What you do with your feed is up to you. But what I'm saying is, maybe we should think about if we put comments and like posts, we should do it intentionally. Like I have gotten into the habit of liking every single post, but I don't actually like every single post, you know? And you're thinking on your post, oh my god, I've got 200 likes, that's amazing. But then think, oh, how many of those are just people flicking through and not actually paying attention to what I've said? It's kind of horrible to think about, and I don't mean to get super deep and make you feel like shit or anything, but I just think it's good to consider these things and to maybe use your voice in a better way. I mean, for me, I've already been trying to be more intentional with my likes and my comments and things, especially DMs, you know, replying to stories and things. I think that's a really good way to be intentional with your voice. You know, it takes a lot of effort to reply to someone's story. And I think that all of my reactions and replies to my stories are the most genuine because, you know, it takes effort to do that when they could have just flicked through. But, you know, for me now with posts, I'm going to be very intentional. and I want everybody that I follow and interact with on Instagram, I want you to know that I'm trying my best to be more intentional. So if I like something of yours, it means I genuinely like it. If I comment something on your post, I genuinely believe what I've commented and I felt compelled to comment it for a reason. And if I DM you something or react to something, I want you to know that I'm trying my best to be genuine with it. I don't want my name to pop up on your feed and for you to think it isn't genuine. And I want you to hopefully have the same attitude towards other people because the more we all consider it and the more we all think about it and put it into practice, the more genuine, positive interactions we're going to have. You know, some of the positive comments and things I have on my Instagram, I'm constantly paranoid that they're just trying to gain from me. You know, they're only commenting to gain followers. They're only commenting to get noticed, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like sometimes I miss some really nice intentional comments because I'm always paranoid about whether they're faking it, you know? See, I struggled with this podcast at first and now I've gotten into the swing of it. I feel like I could talk about it for so long but I feel like I'm going to go in circles eventually. So I'm going to, you know, start to wrap things up a bit. So in conclusion, going forward, I really want to integrate talking about issues and things that I'm passionate about into my daily feed 
you know, share things on my stories, put things in my captions, put links in my bio to things that I'm passionate about and dedicating a segment or an entire podcast to certain issues. Taking more time and thought into keeping this momentum going. Even if it dies down a little bit, just keep putting little bits here and there just to keep the conversation going. And also to not be afraid to talk about certain topics, even if they're not quote-unquote relevant at the time. If I feel like it's worth talking about, I want to talk about it. And maybe other people will want to talk about it with me. And to me, that's just completely worth it. And I urge you to do the same. I'd love to know what you're passionate about and what you think requires attention. You know, I am so ignorant to so many issues around the world. I feel like I've got so much to learn about. So if you're listening to this podcast right now and there's something that you feel like needs talking about, post about it on your story and tag me in it. And I'll share different issues because sometimes you just need that little push just to say something, you know. This is that push. Once you're done listening to this podcast, go and find a resource on something that you're passionate about and just post it on your story. Please tag me in it because I really want to know. Moving on from that, I want to be intentional with the comments and the likes and the replies that I leave via my Instagram. So from now on, if you receive a like or a comment or a DM from me, just know that it's genuine and I urge you to do the same again. (laughs) I don't want to say I urge you all the time, but I, I do. I really want you to think about where your likes are going, where your comments are going and where your DMs are going. And if we all try to be more genuine with how we interact with people, it's going to become a much nicer community and we're not going to question each other's intentions so often. And finally, let's just all be more intentional with our voices and things on social media. And also think about what you're consuming on your feed. If you're going to become more intentional about how you consume media and how you put your voice out there, Maybe go through the people that you follow, you know. I'm not saying delete everyone who doesn't align with your values. Absolutely not, because we need different opinions to learn and things. But if, for example, there are people who just continue to post their everyday stuff and didn't do anything towards the BLM movement and you don't agree with that, delete them. If there are people who fat shame, who say things that just are really shit and you don't want to consume that on your everyday feed, just delete them. I think for me personally, I'm going to go through who I follow and just follow the people that I actually want to follow and that post things that I actually want to consume instead of just scroll past. And that's it. That is the end of episode two of You're Not Alone. I can't believe I finally got there. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. If you take anything away from this, 
please let me know please dm me you know the whole point of this podcast is to have a conversation and i really enjoyed having conversations with so many of you last week so please keep it going if there's any opinions that you have or anything you want to share with me please 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 let me know and i'd love to have a conversation with you and also if there's anything you're passionate about or anything you think needs talking about post it on your story right now and tag me in it all right i'll talk to you next week bye